Well, hello, friend. I'm Timothy Fleming, Sr., the pastor of Mount Carmel Baptist Church. And welcome to Words from a Senior Pastor, Table Talk. That's what it is, Table Talk. I'm really trying to come from my heart, from the Word of God to you and your heart. But if I don't preach, I want you to be aware this is a little different. I'm just talking to you table talk, giving you some tips about life, which might be a sermon, it may not be, it may be a topic, it may be a text, or it may be a topical, textual message. So whatever I, God lead me to, that's the way I go. So sometimes I may go in the Bible and go to talking about something in the Bible, but then I may not. Some of you say, well, where's the scripture for some of these? This is not, I'm not designing this, this uh, ministry at this time or this particular show for preaching or expository teaching. It's table talk, it's words from a senior pastor. So what I'm trying to do when I do this is just to teach or talk to you in simple, plain, simple terms. Nothing fancy, and my intention is not to impress you with nothing that I've been to school or what I know, my intention is to just touch your life. And if I can just do that, make a difference in somebody's life, I would have accomplished my goals with these words from a senior pastor. Now, if you want to hear me teach the Bible expositorily, you can come on Wednesday night to our church because I go through, the, I'm in the book of Acts now, by the way, and I'm going verse by verse expository teaching and you'll get just the teaching from the Word. And if you want to hear me preach, you come on Sunday mornings at our 9 o'clock service, now our new time, and you'll hear me teaching or preaching. But when you see this, I'm going to be talking to you like, I guess, a senior pastor. That's the purpose of it, words. I didn't say sermons. I didn't say teaching words from a senior pastor. So I want everybody to know why I'm doing this on Facebook and Twitter, and it's a little different from what I normally would do on Sunday or Wednesday night. Now, with that being said, and you understand my focus and my aim and why I'm doing this, I have been encouraged to do it because of the response I've been getting from people that you really are making a difference in my life. You're helping me to see myself, understand myself, that's where I'm trying to go with this, and I'm grateful that it's touching somebody. Today, I want to talk about how to live with you. How to live with you. Are you ready for this? Because I wrote a few things down on my phone here. Last night, I got up and asked God to give me some things to say, and I woke back up about 12 o'clock and it just started coming to me just so fast. I could hardly write it down. I was just trying to type it down fast as God was speaking. Lord, let me speak to somebody about some real issues that people have and how they can live with themselves. Now, let's get into it. A lot of us always telling people how to live and people are always trying to tell you how to live and how to live longer and how to live with people, 
how to get along with people on the job. And everybody uh, coming up with schemes about how to beat life, if you know what I'm talking about, and how to live a long life, get in a face, live, get in all, all people are always talking about how to preserve your youth. And oh, we find books, we hear talk all day long on how to live. But I want to go a little further than just how to live, but how to live with you. Not how to live with your wife or your children or your sisters or your brothers or how to live with the people around you. No, I'm going on the inside today. How to live with you. Now, I would like to say this as my first point. You got to first love you to live with you. That is so deep, I could really preach on that or teach on that itself because I've lived long enough and pastored people long enough to know that some of the problems that some people are having is not necessarily spiritual as much as it is psychological. And sometimes we may go to a pastor for advice when you may need to see a doctor. And sometimes, I think I took a course many years about how to deal with the psychiatrist and the theologian. Uh, There's a little word called the cognitive move and celebration of exchange. Now, don't worry about what all it is. Some theologians know what I'm talking about. That when it comes to the theologian, he can celebrate more than the psychiatrist of medicine or science. And that celebration becomes healing. That's some deep stuff. I don't want to talk about that because it's not what I'm here to talk about. But it has some time the preacher can't help you. And sometimes church folk have a tendency when they don't know the answer, they call it a demon. <laughs> well, that's a demon spirit. Not, that child got a demon in him. No, not necessarily that child has a demon in them because they're doing what they're doing and contrary. Sometimes they need some psychological help. They may need counseling. They may need some medicine. They could be eating the wrong kind of food. A lot of you, I keep telling you, won't eat to your blood type. If you eat to your blood type, that's a number one healing because you're giving the body what your blood calls for. You need to research that. Eating, eat for your blood type. That's what I do. That's how I deal with my diabetes. And thus far, up to some 15, 18 years, I've been without medication because I try to eat right and I eat for what my blood calls for. Sometimes my blood, I don't eat certain things because it's not my blood type. Now, what may be poison to you might be a blessing to me. What might be a blessing to me might be poison to you. It depends upon your blood type. So sometimes it could be the food we eat that make you break out. And then you run into the doctor all the time for breaking out. It could be something you eat. And you just need to research that on your own. And it's sometimes it's the way your biological makeup is. And it may not have nothing to do with a demon. It's just understanding you. And I'll get into some of that right now in a few minutes. So sometimes you need to check out the physical. We have a spiritual person in us, a soul person in us, and then you have the physical person that housing two people, if you know where I'm going. You are housing two spirits, actually. You have the soul spirit and you have the spirit that God gave you. 
and both of them in this house. So this house is what's causing some things to happen, and sometimes it could be the spirit in this house. So if you know where I'm going, this may throw off some of you. It may not mean that you got a spiritual problem. It could be a psychological problem. Some people are, do have some mental issues. And they, you need more than just prayer. You need prayer, but you need counseling. And one of the biggest problems that some Christians don't want to admit that could be something hereditary. It could be something that just runs uh, in the family that you suffer with certain things and you need some help in that area. And, and it, this might offend some of you. Some people just really have some mental problems. In other words, they're not crazy, but they have mental problems. Now, that's a different than a person with a mental problem and crazy people. In fact, crazy people don't even know they have a mental problem. So when you go check yourself in the hospital because you have an issue, you have good sense. You got sense enough to know you got a mental problem. And when you're crazy, you don't think you, you don't know nothing. So some people have a mental problem that comes from childhood of an abusive relationship. Uh, it could be a number of things if you talk to a doctor. Then there are spiritual problems that some people have. The devil does make people act the way they act. And the Bible tells us how man was wild. He had gone wild. He was crazy in the graveyard. And Jesus called the demons out of him. So you do need the psychological teaching and the uh, uh, psychiatrist or psychologist. And you do need a preacher or the priest or someone to minister. There are two beings we need to see about here that need some attention. I'm not saying don't go to the pastor for spiritual guidance, but we as pastors need to know our limitation. You only give spiritual advice. I remember an incident happened once in a church. Uh, the parents took this young man to the pastor who was having some psychological problems. He was doing things that were weird, and the pastor told him it was a demon. You know, when the little boy felt there was a demon in him, he went home and committed suicide. And that preacher got sued. See, he stepped out of his area when he should have said they need to take him to a doctor. So <clears throat> stop trying to go where you don't belong and let the doctors do what they're going to do, and you only give spiritual counsel. Don't go to getting in the physics and dealing with the body. You're not trained in the mind. We need to stay in our place. So when you come to me, what you're going to do? Should I divorce that person? Should I do that? What do you want to do? <laughs> I mean, you know the word. and i tell you what the word do. Don't ask me what should I do. It's what do you want to do? Be careful out there, pastors, about going in the areas that doesn't belong where you own territory that's not your area. Shall I say it like that? There's a sign up that says no trespassing. And doctors don't need to be getting in the pulpit telling us about how to preach to you about sin. 